0: You're tuning in to Flawed and Fabulous. I'm Ash and I like to think we're all flawed but we're also fucking fabulous. This week's episode is brought to you by Strut Club. For the past few weeks I have ventured so far out of my comfort zone and been taking some sexy dance classes called heels. The girls over at Strut Club, Summer and Jetta are so freaking fun and I love what they're all about, empowering femininity and sexuality through dance. Not going to lie, I was freaking the fuck out my first class. I went. On my own, which is a huge, huge thing for me, especially to something like this. On the night of my first class, I was having a brain battle with myself about should I go, shouldn't I go. And at about 5.45pm, I said, fuck it. Why are you so scared? Just give it a go. When I arrived, I was absolutely shitting myself. But Sama, Jetta and all the girls were so welcoming and supportive. So I calm down a little bit, but then next minute everyone is stripping off into their sexy feel-good attire and the heart rate sped up again. Side note, I am not there yet, but I have started to wear a little less each class. And when I say a little less, I mean I've gone from a t-shirt to a singlet. This is a heels class so that means we're doing all the sexy things in heels which is a bloody hard workout and after my first class my legs were already hurting and I could barely get up my stairs or sit on the toilet for a few days but I had so much fun. The girls are just starting out and I reached out to them and asked if they would like me to give a shout out to them on the potty. This is not paid or sponsored in any way, I just really want to see these queens succeed. And if you were thinking, I want to try that too, I wanted to share with you their four-week special, or their week four special, sorry, available from the 22nd of November to the 29th of November, which is Bring a Friend for Free class. So perfect opportunity to bring a wing girl and try something new. Jump on over to their Instagram at strutclub__ and head to the link in bio to book a class and at the checkout, use the code new Sister to add a friend for free. This sort of thing might not be for everyone. And in all honesty, I did not think it was for me. But I had this little niggle inside of me that kept drawing me to watch their videos and this urge to want to give it a go. So here I am four weeks later and I finally have an adult hobby that doesn't involve drinking or eating that I'm actually loving. For all the GC girls listening along that want to do something fun and for themselves, I highly recommend Strut Club. Be brave and give it a go. Now, back to today's episode. Backed by popular demand, a potty favourite, my man friend, Eden. Eden loves when I call him my man friend. Not really. He hates it. But if it's good enough for Carrie Bradshaw, it's good enough for me. Eden hasn't been on the potty since February 2021. In episode nine of season three making a difficult decision where we discussed our unplanned pregnancy and the decision making process of deciding to terminate our baby and what this looked like for us I must say we were really nervous to share this story about possible backlash or judgment but I knew that this story had to be told and I'm so glad that we did it and we did it together Still now I have regular DMs from listeners who are new to the potty or just catching up on episodes and how they've been in a similar situation or are currently in this situation and this episode made them feel seen and heard and that's all I ever wanted from the potty is to share experiences and normalise the messy moments in life. So today Eden is back and we are talking all things life updates and vasectomy which should be interesting. Ages ago, I did a poll on my stories about what contraception method people used, and I can't find the poll, which is super annoying, but there was four options, doodle gloves, pill, implant things, and vasectomy, and I had so many DMs saying pull-out method, and I thought that was wild. Even though that's what we had been doing, I just thought that we were kind of the only ones. So since then, Eden has had the snip, and it's time to chat about it. Now let's get started with today's potty, and welcome Eden to the flawed And fabulous podcast. And he's back. Eden, welcome. Hello. Excited to be here as always.
1: It feels a bit weird, actually. (laughs) I'm not in the studio.
0: I know. Winging it at home. We're sitting in the spare bedroom recording. Where's Courtney? (laughs) Courtney will be listening. Say hi.
1: And the guy with the cards. Speak closer. Closer to the mic.
0: So yeah, today we are um, not in the studio, we are at home and uh, Eden is jumping on to chat about his vasectomy that he had a little while ago. But before we get into that, let's do a little life update. What's been going on with you lately, Eden?
1: So much.
0: So much.
1: Yeah, just busy with work, usual stuff like everyone, really busy. Yeah? Yeah.
0: That's good. (laughs) Good. Um, what are you loving at the moment?
1: Um, I'm actually on a bit of a health kick at the moment. I'm quite enjoying it. Yeah. Giving the uh, mind a bit of a breather and the body a bit of a breather off the alcohol. It's been good. Yeah, clear. Clear. Clear, nice. Still having a few drinks, but just nothing too crazy.
0: That's good. And what are you currently struggling with? Um, I don't know. Have a think about it.
1: Maybe that. Maybe <laughs> staying off that. Maybe staying off the beer during the week. No beer during the week is pretty hard. Uh, just a couple of glasses of wine here and there. Struggling with that. Probably struggling with staff at work. Need another one or two people. Can't find any really good people. like to get one or two really good uh, workers to join my team.
0: Yeah, well, if anyone listening and you're in the earthworks business and would like There's to.
1: There's so many earthworkers <laughs> listening to this.
0: And would would like to join Eden's team, drop him a DM, QLD Earthworks. Mm. Uh, and what are you doing for yourself at the moment that is just for you?
1: Um, training, training at the gym, uh, trying to walk every day, keep my steps up to try and lose a bit of weight. Um, for me at the moment, I'm all just about health, what I'm putting into my body, my food, uh, trying to be super new and healthy just to to feel good and give the body a bit of a breather before it gets tortured through December.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The silly season is fast approaching. And just like every episode, we do our angel card. Eden is definitely no stranger to pulling a card. He has already shuffled. Eden, flip your card over. What do you have?
1: Have confidence.
0: Oh, Read it out loud. Bro?
1: Moving forward does not necessarily require you to have a confidence in yourself. Confidence in God is enough, along with knowing that God works through you and with you in all ways. Lean upon us if your confidence wavers and will beoy, B-U-O-Y, what's that spell? Boy. Boy, your courage and faith. Boy's like a floating thing out at sea.
0: Yes. Well, maybe that's what it means.
1: Beoy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: This card is a message from your angels saying, you can do it. Trust that you have all the ingredients it takes to complete the mission that's before you. Although you may not completely understand how you'll fulfill this task, have faith that you'll be continually guided. The more you can depersonalize this mission and know that it's not about you, the better. Don't listen to the voice that asks, who, me, You are utterly worthy since you are perfect daughter or son of the creator and the angels surround you every step of the way. Additional meanings for this card. Stay in the moment and focus on one step at a time. Give all your worries or concerns to God and the angels. Ask the angels to increase your faith. Trust that God's love and wisdom are working through you. What is coming up for you there, Eden? Don't
1: know. Probably probably work-related. Um, uh, career related. You know, you're always busy, and you you know you're really achieving to make a lot of money, and sometimes wondering, is that what you should be doing, or should I be doing? Obviously, like everyone, I'd like to be rich, and I'm not at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's maybe what that leads towards. Other than that, I can't think of really much else.
0: Yeah, well, it's your card. It's whatever comes up for you. Mm. Very good. Now there was a lot of response throughout my socials about women wanting their partners to get vasectomies and them blatantly refusing to or being too scared. So I thought what a perfect opportunity to follow up the potty with Eden about six months later um, to talk about his experience and um, if it was worth it or not. So Eden, walk us through the the process from start to finish, the first part being uh, what actually made you decide to do it?
1: Um, I would say the contraceptive would be, that part would be the biggest decision maker for me. Um, knowing that, well, the funny thing is we still don't actually know if it's shooting a blank. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's true. Life because got a little bit busy. Once it's,
1: once it's done, you're supposed to have a test two or three months later. To confirm that it's definitely um, shooting blanks But we'll, we can talk about that later mm. um, The decision making process was, yeah, contraceptive um, A lot of things for me to think about would be uh, For us, you know, were we happy together And were we looking to spend the rest of our lives together And yes, that was the answer So um, my decision was was thinking if we were to break up uh, Would I find someone that we would like to have kids Things like that um, but in the end you said you loved me and you wanted me to stay. So <laughs> I said, all right, I'll cut my spaghetti and off we went. <laughs> so the process was, yeah, the biggest thing was we talked about it for so long. It was actually just basically as lazy as I am. Not lazy, but just...
0: Complacent.
1: Yeah. Um, took me a while just to make the phone call and, and book the book the appointment. Once I did that and went in, I was sweet. And uh, I went to the Madra Bar... I don't know, but it's surely there's only clinic. one. Clinic. Yeah, Spaghetti <laughs> Clinic. and um, Spaghetti's b-
0: very thin. Do you reckon you could? It's
1: pretty much <laughs> looks like a little piece of spaghetti that <laughs> he pulls out and cuts. I watched the whole thing, which no one else I've spoken to has done. Well, I watched one side anyway. There's two sides to it. Okay. Um, yeah, I went to a lovely gentleman there at at, Karun- at Bar. He was so nice and just a, just a true gentleman to grab onto your nuts and cut a little incision. <laughs> So, yeah, that was probably my decision process was, was based around, around that.
0: Yeah, so what about the – so the process was um, how long did the procedure go for?
1: So quick. It's five, maybe ten minutes. So you, you make your booking, you go in, you sit down with the doctor. He um, runs you th- runs you through a few things, tells you exactly um, what he's going to do, what, what you're going to be like after. Uh, probably plays it down a little bit. He doesn't really talk about much pain after the the process. He just sort of says, look, you'll be fine. Your balls will go black. Um, you'll need a <laughs> bit of ice. Stay off your feet for two or three days. And, um, and then he just runs through different things about uh, different contraceptions and and the ratio of, or the percentage ratio of what works and what doesn't work. You know, the pull-out method as opposed to the condoms, all that sort of stuff runs through that. Then he says right over to the little uh, theatre room and you lie down on your back and you have to put your pants down. Obviously, you have to shave your nuts before you get in there and you're fully shaved, so you're looking a little bit larger than normal. (laughs) And um, basically, he gives you an anaesthetic. So you've got sperm that runs from each testicle and it runs up behind, you say, your penis into a little (laughs) spot there and the sperm flows all the way through. So when you have the snip, the sperm doesn't actually die. It just stops the little testicle baby makers from feeding the back part, which then goes out the penis, which then goes where it goes. So basically um, there's two lines, basically two spaghetti lines that run down (laughs) the side. He gives you a little anesthetic on either side, pulls his little scalpel out. Cuts a probably not even a one centimetre line, a bit smaller. Gets a little bit of tweezers and pulls it out and goes, have a look. And it looks like a white piece of spaghetti, (laughs) a tube. And he just cuts it. And then he. But the
0: having a look part was optional.
1: Having a look part's optional. But why not have a look? You can't feel it. Yeah. Um, There's no, like, heaps of blood. It's just a weird little spaghetti looking thing. And then he just lances either side with, like, a blowtorch
0: type thing. So he didn't actually cut anything? Yeah, he cuts it. Oh, he cuts.
1: And then he seals it. And then he stitches both sides up. Pushes it back in, and gives you a little stitch on that side, and then does the other side. No more swimmers.
0: No more swimmers. And so, leading up to to it, were you nervous? Were you scared? What sort of? I was
1: tweaking. <laughs> yes, was so nervous, so scared.
0: Why? Why? Why were you, Why do you think you were feeling because that?
1: Because just it's just your nuts, like men and their nuts, are like that's like their prized possession. Like you don't generally like if. A girl wants to touch them, it's fine, but you don't generally want a male doctor. And pulling your pants down is confronting as well. Like I don't really just want to go pull my pants down in front of a male <laughs> doctor. But the the doctor was just made everything like I was. Once I got there and, and sat down with him in in the in his office, I was sweet. Like I didn't it didn't worry me at all. So all the um nervousness had after I'd spoken to him, I was completely fine. Right up to pulling my pants down and pulling them back up, it was sweet. He made everything so comfortable.
0: And um, what was going through your mind in the lead up to the SNP actually taking place? Were you fully at peace with it, or was there a, like a moment of like, I don't want to do this. Why am I here?
1: I was. I was fully fledged, fully fledged committed.
0: Fledged or <laughs> fledged? Fledged. Fledged.
1: Yeah. No, I was fully committed.
0: And when um, you say the, the pain afterwards, what mm. was the recovery like?
1: Probably a little bit more than what he let on.
0: Did you follow the instructions and stay off your feet for the few yeah. days afterwards or did you go straight back to work after?
1: I did that afternoon off and then the next day I'm pretty sure I stayed off my feet. I uh, went and did a little bit. I thought I was Okay. And I went and did one or two hours of work, and went. Nah, I'm no good. I went home, got my pee bag back out, back to the couch, um, and iced it up. And then after that, I was actually okay. It's just it's just a slight pain that you've got, but I don't think um, the pain would outweigh what you get from it. I think it's 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 all uh, pretty relative to what you're getting out of it.
0: And not for a tit for tat, but mm-hmm. um, on a scale of pushing a baby out of your vagina or having your abdomen, your abdom- abdomen cut open, or a termination. Mm. What's what ratio do you think that having a 15 minute snip procedure falls within those?
1: Yeah, I think um, we've we've probably got the better end of the stick there. <laughs> I think you've definitely uh, hit the nail on the head with all those stuff all that perspective
0: is hard eh? enough. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. Okay, so you're here for the male's perspective yep. and um obviously all women are like just fucking go and do it what's the big deal like we've mm. done xyz but there just seems to be such a resistance from like almost every man that is spoken to about it and then once it's done it's done. But why do you think most men are so resistant to this procedure? Um,
1: I think they're probably just I don't know the family jewels. It's like, uh, but the
0: balls are still there. Like it's like yeah. I think people actually or the men think that they're getting their nuts cut off, not yeah, the little spaghetti yeah, strand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think like your your nuts are still look pretty normal. It's normal yeah. as nuts come
1: up. I don't know why, but you, some people probably think that you know you're losing your manhood sort of thing, but you're not really. You're not losing anything. You're Losing absolutely nothing. Um, but that's, that's sort of the mindset. Thinking about it, you're thinking I'm you know, I'm losing this or that, but after it I had so many friends that I've spoken to that have been talking about doing it in so long and three or four people that I know have had it done since I spoke to them and said it was just so easy. Um,
0: and it is obviously we haven't been that good in following up if the simmers are there or not, but we still are not. Um, given
1: it a couple of shots, you wouldn't even know.
0: Do not lie. That is a flat lie. Um, we have still been resorting to the, the pull-out
1: works. I've tested it.
0: You've tested it. What does that mean? <laughs> what does that even mean? Um, that we are still doing the the pull-out method, um, which is not ideal, but that is still what we do. <laughs> it's gross. Um, but yeah, so we had um, some questions, and one of them was. Um, how, how is your sex life after having it? Has anything changed?
1: Absolutely nothing. Nothing changed at all. Never did. Wearing a condom is ten times worse.
0: Yeah. And yeah. so that was kind of, I, what would I say that I use that as, I probably use that as my bargaining chip. Yeah. That I stayed pretty strong with the whole um, condom thing until you were like, I don't want to do Once this. Once again, <laughs> you
1: would know if it's on or not.
0: What are you <laughs> out
1: um men are pretty smart they slip them on pull them off you wouldn't know
0: rightio mr confidence um are you still happy with our decision to terminate
1: yeah apart from the boys last night mentioning that um your brother had asked them if you were having another baby and then i sort of because our biggest decision probably the hardest decision for us was you know giving the boys something that had binded them together that was probably the the hardest thing to say no to uh, so for to hear them actually say it like just last night that was probably the only time I've thought well maybe you know and I always think yeah maybe we should have done it but I'm still happy with our decision but yeah the answer to the question is 50 50 probably
0: yeah and what uh, about you what about me um no I'm definitely 100% still I think that the the moments that it feels like it would have been a good decision of really few and far between. Mm. It might be that little moment like you just explained at dinner last night where they're, you know, old enough to be excited by it and um, obviously um, – Brooke and Matt Stafford, our next door neighbours, have a little baby, Rocky, and she's seven months old and the boys are like obsessed with her and they love seeing her and they love playing with her. But those, and even our besties have a a little 15-month-old baby too and it's so nice seeing them interact in those moments but I feel like it's temporary. I don't know Mm. if it would be all the time that they would be so into it. And when they're acting like lunatics and then we would have like another little lunatic, that just seems like really overwhelming Mm. for me personally. So, yeah, I've definitely given it some thought when I see the boys being cute um, with babies, but I don't actually think it would have made our relationship better Mm. um, given, you know, how busy our lives already are. I think it would have been a really big stressor on Mm. our relationship and even those nine months of being pregnant and me being unwell to then come into like a newborn that we don't know if they're going to be a great sleeper or if it's going to be easy like, you know, the rest of it. And, you know, as we say, we like definitely don't have child freedom but the Mm. boys being the age that they are um, are relatively independent and I think that um, it's kind of important for our relationship and everything that we've been through to really generally enjoy just our time together and as a family. And I just don't know, even if our kids with the juggle of the three different personalities, how they would actually really cope if we had a fourth person that we were giving all of our attention to. Yeah. Cause they definitely all crave yep. attention from us or require different things from us at different times. So no, I definitely don't, don't regret it. And, um, yeah, I, I look forward to the day that the, the boys move out. <laughs> <laughs> um, so pros and cons, I know we've touched on this already, but do you have any regrets at all about?
1: No, no, no regrets. Yeah,
0: you still feel like a man?
1: Yeah, nothing's changed yeah, for me.
0: That's good. And um, here's another question. Hubby says he wants it done, but he hasn't booked in. Any thoughts as to why?
1: Um, if he's like me and has said yes, he wants to do it. It's probably just about getting around to it.
0: So, what's your what's your advice there? Ring up just and book pick up the
1: phone and do it, or 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 to say to them, do you want me to book it for you?
0: Yeah, because like we've got nothing else on our plates no, that we need we to like. We love
1: it when you guys do stuff for us.
0: <laughs> yeah, we know. We also and like it gonna, when you, you do know, stuff for yourself. When you
1: ring up, they're not going to say yeah, come in tomorrow. You no. know, it, it's always like a two three month wait. So. Right. Just get on to it if you if you want Christmas to do it. present. Yeah, Chrissy present.
0: How much was it? Um, six or seven hundred dollars, maybe. Priceless.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Perfect.
0: <laughs> a lot cheaper than a kid. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, um and um we recently. Um, talking about spending time together and that's important to us. We recently went on our little vacay slash retreat experience to Gwyn Ghana a few weekends ago, which has definitely kicked off this whole health vibe for us. Um, This was a present that you brought for me for December, Christmas of 2019, um, just after my flop retreat that I went to in Mm. Bali, which I think is about the two-year anniversary of that (laughs) right at this time. Um, you said I could take anyone with me. You didn't think that I was going to take you with me. No,
1: definitely not.
0: And I decided that I would like you to come with me and we'd been waiting a very long time to go with COVID and all the things, but there's only that they do multiple retreats throughout the year, but the one retreat that I really wanted to go to was the organic living retreat. And the reason why I wanted to go to the Organic Living Retreat is um, we are conscious about our food and we often buy all of our um, meat and veg from organic places and we try and eat organic where possible. But getting ready for our new home, we have a lot of land there and one of our goals is to grow our own veggies and some citrus and trees and whatnot and um, so I was hanging out for this organic living retreat which um, I didn't really know what to expect mm. um, but it probably exceeded um, my my thoughts. Um, I really loved the whole the retreat as a whole but yeah. then to have that subject as the, the learning for the day um, was really, really interesting. And um, now we're going to give you a recap about our time together at Gwingano, our first four-day alcohol-free mm. holiday. it's it four days? It was four days. Three we nights, quit. four days.
1: Yeah, it was great.
0: When we first arrived, we were concerned.
1: We were freaking. <laughs> I probably had the same concerns going to that health retreat <laughs> as I did going to get the SNIP, and that's been honestly true. I was like, what are we doing? What are we honestly doing? I
0: had packed enough to
1: move away forever (laughs)
0: because i didn't know what to expect um the itinerary um was broad but also multiple different things i thought there was going to be lots of different outfit changes didn't really know what to expect so when we arrived um it was about morning morning uh, afternoon tea sorry afternoon tea time and we probably hadn't eaten Lunch, like close to arriving, and they were giving out um, welcome refreshments, mm. <laughs> and we were hoping that there was going to be some sort of arrival beverageino, you know? mm. and there wasn't. No, <laughs> there was um, some tea. S- yeah, there was, there was some tea and a sole bread and a piece of fruit.
1: And next to the bread, it said, "Take one slice <laughs> only," and the slice <laughs> was about as big as your – probably not even your palm.
0: No, I reckon as thick yeah. as my. Thick as my pinky finger.
1: And about as big as your palm. <laughs> and I was like, fuck, I'm going to be starving <laughs> at this thing. Is this as starve as you can?
0: <laughs> I was also trying to convince Eden to go and take another piece and hide it under the napkin because <laughs> I didn't know. Mm. So we kind of got like the run through that, you know, strictly no drinking in your room, do not bring anything in, um, no food, external food, no alcohol. And it was kind of all sinking in that this very real <laughs> retreat like experience was kicking in and that we were gonna spend the next four days together. Yeah. Um, technology free, yep. just you and I following the schedule. Um so they are running through everything. Uh we've had our we've checked into our room and then we've waited for um the dinner, dinner and we've had our um our chai golden latte drink. Yeah,
1: that was nice. It was nice. And then we arrived at dinner and then they said um I' we're gonna mix Groups with groups on tables and we're like, fuck, we don't need to know. I don't really <laughs> need to meet anyone else. I've got enough friends.
0: So, yeah, essentially all the meals were um, like speed dating. So, every three meals you did a changeover on the yeah. tables um, which was interesting. It was nice to kind of have those chats of like why people are here, have they been before, um, what do they want to get out of it. Me being inquisitive and the the inner coach in me was very interested in people's background stories but I was also kind of hoping that Eden and I would be spending somewhat alone time together for us to talk about what's going on in our lives and why are we here and what do we want to take advantage of and um, – yeah, so we didn't really get that opportunity, um, and we did meet some interesting characters um, throughout the meals. But um, mm. yeah, some some we liked more than more than other. But um,
1: yeah, I think day two we sat down with a um, two a, a lady and a and a man who were both
0: who were not a couple. They were yep. there separately and yeah, on both their own. Married
1: married mm. outside of there, and then we just said to. Um,
0: catering well actually i did
1: yeah we said look we just want to stay with these people we don't there's some serious freaks here i don't (laughs) want to sit with that person over there (laughs) that person (laughs) here can we just stay with these people please for the rest of the trip if not we just want to sit by ourselves so we sat with them for the rest of the time which was great
0: yeah and the, the retreat as a whole, um, you know, once we did like the first day through all the activities, we had like a good grasp on what was going to actually happen. Mm. Um, so in in the morning there there was this thing that we I've repeated this word maybe like a thousand times since we left and that is the circadian rhythm. Mm. And it, for me that was probably one of the biggest takeaways of the whole retreat is that yep. um, the past kind of – I would honestly say since the termination, um, the – I have not really been myself energetically wise or health wise. Um, I've had a really terrible iron deficiency that I'm still working on fixing. But because I'm still such a go-go type of person, I didn't really realise that I probably wasn't having as much internal energy as I used to.
1: The mommy uh, rice noodles weren't doing it for no, you. <laughs>
0: yeah, so five days a week. The, again, the stress, the stress with mum, and probably drinking and ordering takeout and trying. Trying to juggle everything, that our health and mindset was probably really on the back burner. We'd also had um, no external support with the kids for the past six months, and you know the the cracks were starting to show. Um, so us going to this together was about a reset. um you know eating really good food waking up early exercising and getting into this new rhythm and so the circadian rhythm is for those of you that don't know is the body's innate timing device it provides timing for our sleep wake cycles hormone releases our eating habits and much more so i pre-termination i would say i was like up at 4.35 4.35 a.m. whether it was going for a walk or doing something else and that's what what time I really enjoyed staying my day uh, starting my day after all of that and life catching up I was kind of struggling to get out of bed at like 6 six thirty, mm-hmm. and I felt like I was losing half the day and I didn't really like it so first things first we like on the first night we got sent to bed at like 7.30. They were like, the sun's going down. Obviously there's no technology, there's no TVs in the room. So they sent us off to bed and um, we made the decision to sleep with the curtains open uh, because we had to be at Qigong by 6am. So Mm -hmm. first morning we woke up relatively early um, we got dressed. We went down to the, the tea meeting center. We had our glass of lemon infused water um, with the her uh, with herbs and spices, and then we went and did qigong. I've never done qigong before. Have you? Mm. Had you ever done it before? No. So for those of it, not th-
1: while I am awake, anyway. <laughs>
0: <laughs> for those of you that don't know what it is, that is like a tai chi. Yeah. And I felt a little bit silly at the start. It's
1: pretty young
0: but I actually really enjoyed it. And we're in the most beautiful, like, mountaintop with all this lush greenery. We felt so close to the sky. Um, and the sun was rising and it was just this like really beautiful, went for like half an hour, just slow movement, breathing. And it came with this story about how, you know, the world came about and your arms kind of mimicked all this stuff. And I really got into it. It made me, th- and I said to Eden, it made me think about mum because mum was trying like Tai Chi. Mm, and then, She loved
1: the Tai Chi. Yeah, she
0: loved the Tai Chi. And then being like close to heaven, it just felt like a really spiritual way to start the morning. And mm. I don't know whether that was because I was thinking about mum or whether that's just what Qigong gives you that feeling yeah. that you feel really connected. That was a good way
1: to start the day, apart from the march flies landing on the back end there. Yeah, neck.
0: they mm. were really huge. <laughs> Everyone was a bit wigged out by the big <laughs> march flies, lots of slapping but, going you're on. You're
1: basically looking from, um, you could see from the southern end of the Gold Coast all the way to the surface. It was an unbelievable view. Yeah, really, it was really magic. Noticed. And, and then, then from there, you would go and do um, a, ying, a walk?
0: A yin or a yang.
1: No, no, it was a walk first.
0: Yeah, but a yin or a yang walk.
1: Oh, okay. I thought the yin or the yang was after that.
0: Yeah, but they have – so they did like the easy walk and the hard walk. So yin being that's easy, yang being that's hard. So Eden and I actually separated.
1: Yep, for the morning walk because I went in the hard one and I should do the easier one. And then when we got back, it was a yin or a yang exercise thing. So you could either do an exercise. this is after
0: breakfast. So you do the walk, you come back. And then you'd have a beautiful breakfast, which all the food was. Unbelievable. Yeah, So nice. And like I tried a lot of things that I wouldn't usually eat. So I was yeah. quite proud of myself for that. Jumped on the, the health train. And then again, we were offered the yin and the yang exercises. Ying being like a yoga and a yang being. Oh,
1: it was like some days boxing. One day they had like underwater running in the pool. Yeah, it was pretty good, really act- good.
0: Was your favorite that drum of fire?
1: Yeah, just probably because I was really good at it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Which was like those big core balls and a drum. Yeah, it was, it was a
1: specialized they the only place that they said do it is Gringana. It's like a specialised exercise thing and you're basically playing drums on a big exercise ball, a big softball. It was pretty fun.
0: Yeah, everyone that came out of that class like was saying that they, they really loved vibin'. it. Yeah. It did what it needed to do. Yeah. We also um then after that we would have morning really nice. tea, yeah. <laughs> so And
1: then we'd have the hour of uh, or hour and a half of um, organic living like class, which was was based around growing herbs, uh, growing plants, tree plant, uh, vegetable plants, and fruit plants. Um, also telling us what what herbs could do for your body, different herbs could do for your body.
0: Yeah, like medicinal herbs and yeah. how you can use them to heal. Colds and flus, headaches. Yeah,
1: everything from how to get your soil right to start with, um, with minerals in the soil, pesticides, everything to to make sure your your um herbs and vegetables would be the most nutritional value when eating them.
0: And Shelly, the host of that workshop, was. Amazing. Yeah,
1: she was so good. Chef background,
0: Yeah, chef up turned, on a farm. Yeah, chef turned gardener. Her passion to explain it, she was like a female version of Steve Irwin, but about food. Mm. And I could have watched her for hours. She was so passionate about everything that she was talking about. Her knowledge was crazy. She just didn't even take a breath. She knew the answer to like every question yep. and just went. So life. Blah. Yeah, so yeah, she was super inspiring and probably for me like um, who we want to start this whole process and I would probably go back to this one um, retreat again because it was so over my head because I kind of had not even thought about like the stage one which she went into so much information about soil and composting and all those sort of things that I was like, oh dear. I'm like I thought I just planted a seed and my garden was going to grow Mm. but there's really so much more. To that and um, yeah, I it was a big takeaway, and I really, really, really loved that time with you. I thought that it was really nice for us to get on the same yeah. page with our own health and our own um, rhythm and move towards goals together. It's a
1: really good, really good reset for the mind to get to kick you into a bit of health, um, you know. And even if it's only for a couple of months, it's still a couple of months that your body gets to. Uh, basically rebuild itself from all the damage that we do do to the body uh bad foods that we eat fried shit all the all the stuff now just eating really healthily um you know even if it's only for six weeks or eight weeks um being conscious of what you put into your body and 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 really being conscious of that so yeah it was really good
0: yeah and i think um you know for, for both of us with our um, life experiences if you don't have your health, like what mm. do you really have? But one of the things is, is that we're also um, really balanced people. We still like yep. to have a good time. We still like to eat mm. out, but our ratio was definitely bad. off. Yep. Um, and I guess that we were probably the 80, 20 of being 80% bad. good and we are trying to flip that around to be 80% good, 20% bad and as you said, coming into the silly season was a really perfect time to do it and I, hand on my heart, I would definitely go back in a heartbeat.
1: Yeah, for sure and I definitely will be back, I'd say, next year and I'm obviously lucky. The biggest biggest thing with being healthy or, or putting good things into your body is being prepared through the week and I've got Ash who does my wonderful meal prep on a Sunday or has been. I didn't this year, but has been <laughs> late, has been lately. He's blaming and, the and weight you're, increase on me. If you're prepared for the, you know, at least three or four days of the week, it just makes your week so much easier, and um, you, you know, you're set for what you put into your body each day, and set what you, your calories are going to be and that sort of stuff, and um, that's quite easy after that. Get a little bit hungry through the week, but you're yeah. feeling great.
0: Yeah, so true. And what is what does your physical activity look like during the week?
1: Uh, well, probably the last three weeks I've done a lot more on-site work just due to having low, you know, not not enough operators and not enough labor, um, which I don't normally do. So it's been quite physical, shoveling shit like that because I'm helping the machine operators in their machines. Uh, but my my general uh, week looks like just a walk in the morning and then um. Two times a week I train with a PT and then I try and do at least another one or two weight, weight training sessions a week. Uh, one day a week I've been playing soccer of a night time. So, yeah, try and keep pretty active.
0: Yeah, and that's definitely um, – I've started. Eden subtly bought me um, for my birthday few <laughs> A fitness <laughs> challenge. I was like, thanks. Um, but mm. with the PT that I just had a bit of a break from him with mum and everything, I just didn't have the headspace to have that in my schedule. So now that I'm back in, I'm happy that I'm doing that. And then as I mentioned at the start of this episode, I've been going now to this sexy dance class Lovely. <laughs> for the past three weeks. And um, today will be my fourth week. And for me to... Knee pads con- out. Knee pads out. Yeah, there's a lot whappin', of... weapon, <laughs> Um Yeah, there's a lot of... Um, Um, bruises on the legs from all the the rolling around on the floor and whatnot, but I'm definitely enjoying having a hobby, an adult hobby for myself because um, I can get really uh, in my zone of just working and um, sticking to the routine and kind of Um, social life stuff but not anything outside of that. So I really like that I've found this and I'm probably looking for one more activity to do during the week that um, doesn't feel like a chore, that it feels like it's something for me and keep that going. But, yeah, I've definitely um, – I've also, like, I'm sure – some females can agree, but I like kind of feeling sexy and fun and I feel like I haven't felt sexy and fun in, in ages and I'm sure you like it when I feel mm, sexy and definitely, fun. Definitely,
1: yeah. Late <laughs> <laughs> night booty calls are always good. <laughs>
0: um yeah but um yeah and if anyone was thinking about going to Gwingana or looking for a cruise this is not sponsored by anyway but uh, we wish we wish we wish yeah um that if anything
1: that that helps reset your mind with a lot of meditation and and good eating um i think you just can't go wrong and you really need that minimum of three days because you know it took us a day or so to get into it and then once you're into it It just really, really clears the mind.
0: Yeah, I easily could have stayed for like five to seven nights. Yeah. Like I've thoroughly enjoyed it. And um, would you think that that is a good idea for other couples to go on something like that?
1: For sure. And like especially from, um, you know, my mates and and that's the people that I hang around with, we'd all probably turn our nose up at something like that because most of our – you know, when we get time away from work, we want it to be alcohol-fueled, drinking piss, um, eating lots of food, partying and stuff like that. So to have a completely different um, approach to a holiday being a health retreat, I think you just really can't go wrong. I think it really, really works well uh, yeah. for couples and just just for, for your whole mindset.
0: Would you go on your own?
1: No, no. I wouldn't go on my own.
0: No. Yeah. And it's interesting because um, like two weeks before we went to the retreat, we had my birthday, which was four, three nights away, four days away um, up at the Kalal in Brisbane where we did the eating, the drinking, the partying, the laying Mm. around, the pool. And I can honestly say I had equally as much fun at both, if not, for sure, More I did fun too. at Gwingana because of how I felt yeah. when I left and how I've continued to feel mm. after those few weeks. So, yeah, it's um definitely – and we would have spent three times more mm. at the Kalal than we did at Gwingana. Yeah. So, yeah, for people that think that it's probably expensive and not worth – or not worth it or they can't afford it, like weigh up your holiday options and what's important Mm. to you and what your values are. And it was just really good for us to reconnect with each other and now it's benefiting us so much more in our day-to-day life. So,
1: yeah. I think you could go by yourself. Like I I could do it. I just think it's pushing a fair bit more out of your comfort zone and having, you know, I like to to be with either you, ideally you. If I didn't have you, I'd want a, a close friend there just to enjoy the experience about talk about what you're going through while you're there and all that sort of thing. I think it's rather than talking to a stranger about it, I'd rather have someone there that's close to me. That's the only reason I wouldn't go solo, but yeah, there was heaps of people there by themselves that were in, you know, married kids and majority of them were.
0: Yeah. Very few. There were a few couples there, but yeah, predominantly there was a big girls like weekend. So, um, yeah, definitely all walks of life there. And I found that really interesting too. Um, now that you have been at the retreat and you're feeling fresh and you're feeling amazing, what are, what are your goals, like moving mm. forward for the new year? We're, you know, about to hit Christmas, a lot yep. going on. What are you most looking forward to? Um, yeah. Um,
1: I'm looking forward to feeling good. Um, being healthy, you know, just equals feeling so good. Having big weekends, like I enjoy having a big weekend and, and drinking, but it just slows me down so much. Mentally, I'm just pretty well fucked. I've got the worst memory, as it is.
0: Yes, I know, and, and you're painful. It's actually,
1: so well, it's painful for you. Think how painful <laughs> it is for me that it has to live with it. Leaving the house and going, fuck, I've forgotten that, or I left my wallet, or whatever it is. So, uh, you know, and 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 I do the kids most every day of the week. So, you know, trying to be the best parent I can be for them and being clear minded and not being annoyed at little things they do to me. As well, because when you're not not clear-minded, something so small could, uh, you know, create something in your head which is not even there. So being clear-minded um, is probably a really big thing. Feeling good um, to be clear-minded uh, and being healthy. So that's probably my biggest goal: is to stick to eating healthy, putting healthy things in my body. Still having fun and still, you know, having the occasional blowout, but that would probably be my goal. Um, I think within business, everyone at the moment has got the same thing. It's just so busy. It's just being able to do – probably not taking on too much. I'm not saying yes to too many people. We're in a, a really, really good position to, to be able to say, no, sorry, I can't do that, rather than letting people down. So within business, it would be just uh, focusing what, what, on what I can actually achieve rather than trying to – Go too crazy,
0: and what are you most looking forward to in twenty twenty
1: two? Um, getting on our into our under our property, I think that is my ultimate goal at the moment for us and the kids. Um, we've been you know been been spoken about for probably how long now eighteen months, two years. Yeah. So getting getting into the shed, getting into our guest house, and finishing off the property. There's a lot of landscaping to do. I really want to. Get a really nice area for the kids to be able to play. And like yesterday we just had a lazy day at home on a Sunday. And yes, we live in a beautiful spot on the beach, but the kids can't just go down the beach and swim by themselves or run around outside in the park by themselves. They can, but only for so long. So just having having a really good property for the kids to really, really enjoy their home as well.
0: Yeah, and help us grow our vegetables. Yeah, live off the land. And
1: and that's right. Get busy at home. Yeah.
0: Okay, so because you have been on the potty numerous times, Eden, yeah. you have done the final five. Oh no! Not that yes, I know, but I am mixing it up for you Okay. because you've answered before. So I thought, well, I am not going to keep asking you when you usually don't know a I quote. I do not remember yeah. what <laughs> questions were. Anyway, <laughs> who's surprised about that?
1: And a quote. I, I'd, I'd like to find a quote before I come on in, but I haven't got one. Well,
0: today. I knew that you wouldn't, so I changed the questions for you. Okay, final five. What is my most annoying habit?
1: Controlling.
0: <laughs> it didn't take long to think. About
1: <laughs> controlling absolutely everything, even if it's something that you ask me to, oh, I don't have to do everything, and then still going, why is this happening like this? I'm like, um, just chill out.
0: <laughs> what is my best quality? Controlling. <laughs> mm,
1: your best quality would be probably organising. So yeah, probably controlling.
0: Yep. <laughs> best. Same. <laughs> best and worst. Um, What is your most embarrassing moment?
1: don't know. Recently, haven't had an embarrassing moment for a long time. Can you think of any?
0: No, that's what I'm asking.
1: That's a really good one. I'll have to come back to that. What do you got next?
0: Um, What is your proudest moment? Uh,
1: My proudest moment, probably Easton surviving his... uh, being born so premature. That would be my probably my proudest moment. But probably just more for him.
0: Yeah. Classy eyes. <laughs> yeah. Eden's the crier in the, yeah. in the couple. Yep. We went out. Oh, he's crying. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> um we went out for dinner last night. <laughs> so yesterday. Oh. Deep breath, babe. Yeah. Um, we took the kids for a bike ride. We went to the surfie and had A drink and... um, It takes
1: one really good song. And if two schooners and I'm off.
0: <laughs> yeah, he loves a good and, Um, But, yeah, for, for me, even in that aspect of the the energy that's gone on behind the scenes of, like, I came on the bike ride. Then we let the kids play in the park and we sat on the beach and, like, they played. And then we took them out for dinner. And then when we are sitting around the table, we actually kind of did the same thing with them. Like, what was your favourite thing of the weekend? And they went on the weekend. They went motorbike riding. They went and watched our horse race at the gold yeah. coast turf club and at one and they did a lot of fun things and then funnily enough two out of three of them had said that their favorite thing that they had done was either dinner or the bike ride yeah um and a few weeks back on it might have been last week i pulled an angel card and um the card that i got was family yeah and it's probably one of the things that i struggle with the most um i think i what you said like I'm, org- I'm the organiser and I do a lot for everyone, mm. but then I don't actually have the quality time. I yeah. have all the background. So I've And that's been tr- up
1: to us to, to make sure we at least have a minimum of that one day a week, which we should easily be able to do. And they just enjoyed that so much.
0: Yeah. So and Maybe that's
1: why I was crying yesterday that's or we're about I'm to crying. cry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure.
0: Um, what is your favourite holiday memory? Um... Favourite
1: holiday memory would be, I would say, our trip. I really enjoyed um, our Mexico trip. That was really, really fun. That little Isla Mujeres trip was just... We just and the, the Soccer World Cup was on and I loved the World Cup. And that was a really good memory for us, or for me. Um so that one for us and then just with the kids, I'm happy just local. Like I just like going to Sandstone Point with the kids. I, I have really good really good time up there with them. That's probably the best family family holiday we've had or Fiji. I love Fiji. But for me and you, I would say, um, Yeah, there.
0: Good. And have you thought of your most embarrassing moment? Um I
1: don't think I could probably say. They're probably all Related to things that are illicit, so I'm... <laughs>
0: okay, no, don't go there. <laughs> all right. Um, do you have any final thoughts or anything that you would like to add before we end today's episode? No,
1: I think we've we've topped off everything.
0: Well, that is but. our life update. For all those that are considering to get the snip-snip, don't be a pussy and go and get it done and do it for your family family if that is what is on the cards and if you have any questions for eden feel free to drop him a dm and ask him how it was in loves a chat and as always if you love today's episode it would mean the world to me if you would share it on your insta stories and tag me at with love ash and flawed and fabulous underscore podcast thanks for tuning in and just remember we're all flawed but we're also fucking Fucking fabulous. fabulous